Hey there, this is Crazy Bob, and this is another crazy cast. I'm flying solo today. Just wanted to share some of my thoughts on the whole Joe Rogan thing. Now, before we start, excuse me, I got to let you know that uh, over the past uh, couple of weeks, I've had a really bad sinus infection. And of course, as soon as I started recording, I started having a coughing fit. So if my voice sounds a little weird, that's what it is. It's also, uh, you're going to hear hulls in my throat. Maybe if you get close enough to the speaker, you can smell it. So let us begin. Now, the whole Joe Rogan thing started um, probably a few weeks back with uh, the Neil Young thing. Well, I think it started before that. And people were accusing him of <clears throat> passing along misinformation about COVID. Now, he's not a doctor, okay? Uh, and he is interviewing people who are doctors, he, you know, he's not the one putting out the information. It's other people who are. And uh, right or wrong, you know, that's what he does. That's his that's his platform. Now, I will say he's also had other people on, and it's not just misinformation. And, you know, it's up to you to decide. He just gives out the information. Now, granted, the information that got everybody triggered was a certain doctor who says, you know, uh, you know, things about COVID that may or may not be true. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. When it comes to vaccines and all that stuff, I am not a doctor. I didn't, I am not a chemist or a microbiologist or a virologist. Virologist? Is that how you pronounce that? But uh, I talked to my doctor, my personal doctor, and said, hey, is this cool? Is this not? And you know, he gave me his advice. So I suggest if, uh, if you have questions, that's the person you should talk to. He knows your history a little bit more. Maybe you have a history of being allergic to vaccines. Uh, maybe you have a history of something or other that uh, he says, hey, don't take it. On the other hand, uh, he or she may say, you know what? It's safe. Do your thing. So, I mean, he went on and, excuse me, he explained his platform for those who don't understand it. Now, I am a fan of Joe Rogan. Uh, not just his podcast, just in general. I mean, he's a comedian. He's quietly had an over 20-year career. <laughs> you know, he did news radio, did Fear Factor. He does UFC. He's an intelligent person, uh, but he's not a doctor. Now, if you go back and they talked about when he caught COVID, he, you know, he was admittedly unvaccinated and, you know, he took a cocktail of whatever it was. But in that cocktail was also uh, antibiotics. He took Z-Pak. He took vitamins. Uh, he he took the the ivermectin, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, he didn't suffer that much, and he got through it. And people have to realize also that Joe Rogan trains like a professional athlete. So it's not just Joe Rogan is just not some dude like you see, you know, the guys that put on their little uh, sunglasses in a truck and say, I'm not taking it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Joe Rogan's in a little bit better shape than those guys. So that also had a lot to do with it. And I don't know whether he got, you know, the the uh, uh, COVID original flavor, uh, the Delta, the Omicron, the extra crispy, whatever it was. But anyway, you know, he took a massive cocktail of stuff and, uh, you know, thankfully he got through it. You know, I mean, I don't want to see anybody suffer or anybody, you know, have to go through hard times because of it.
regardless of their position. Uh, but, you know, he came out and he explained his 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 position. He's like, look, I'm not the doctor. I talk to the doctor. And that's with everything. I mean, he talks to comedians. He talks to actors, actresses. He talks to, uh, you know, lots of people. Now, I don't listen to him regularly. In fact, I can't say that I've hold, heard an entire podcast of his. Mostly, I just hear clips, uh, some funny clips and stuff that you hear off of YouTube and whatnot. But that is his platform. So, I mean, he came on and he faced it. And he made a video say, hey, look, man, I'm, I'm not trying to pass misinformation. And you know what? You have to take that at good faith. You know, he, he faced the scrutiny. Now, you know, he doesn't he doesn't have like a history of going out there and just saying the opposite of things. You know what I mean? If, uh, you know, uh, or people say you should wear seatbelts. He's not just going out there saying don't wear seatbelts just to be uh, contrary you know, again, he's not the expert. He has the experts on. So then uh, a couple of weeks later, <clears throat> excuse me, somebody found or put together a a clip of him saying the N-word uh, from broadcasts or podcasts from years ago. Or it may even have been comedy bits, whatever it was. They were very old and uh, and out of context. Okay. Now, I am not in any way defending him for using that word, but without context, it's hard to say what it was. Now, I know a couple of times he was reading the name of albums where that word was in the title, and I believe, I can't remember whether it was Red Fox or um, Richard Pryor's album, but he would talk about Richard Pryor and he would talk about that. So now, again, he came on and he faced it and he apologized. And he said, look, I realize now that those words taking out of context sounded horrible. And even within context, probably not the best decision he's ever made. But he owned up to it and he apologized. He understood how bad it sounds. And you got to take that at good faith, you know, and you have to understand, too, some of these were over 12 years old or whatever it was. And I was having a conversation with someone <clears throat> And I was reminding them, now, I no longer live in my hometown. And it, you think about this, okay? If you don't live in your hometown, especially if you live, you know, a couple of states away, if you go back to your hometown, do you think those people know you how you are now, or do you think they remember you as you were? Like, for instance, uh, high school. Now, I have a lot of friends on Facebook that know me from high school, but these are people that don't know me now. I'm not that person anymore. And I'm not saying I was a bad person. I'm I'm just saying I'm different now. Maybe to some of them, I was the bad guy. You know, maybe it's uh, some other, I was something this or something that, but I am no longer that anymore. But if you go back, those people probably still think of you as that. I mean, if you, I mean, go through Facebook or go through your yearbook and look at each person and think of how you think of them. Do you think of them how they were then, or do you think of how they were now? So getting back to it, you know, he faced uh, the, the fire and again, he apologized right or wrong. He apologized. 
I mean, I get the whole First Amendment thing, but he did what he felt was right, and you got to take that at good faith. Now, that being said, there's people saying he shouldn't have apologized. And it's, I don't get that. They're like, don't, like a certain former president, don't let them make you look weak. I don't think it makes you look weak. It makes you look smart. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and it was like, oh, no, no. I was like, what, what are you asking him not to apologize for? If he apologized for offending people for using a word he shouldn't have been using, what's wrong with that? Now, there's some people who would say, hey, you don't have to apologize and blah, 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 blah. And that's okay. You can have that opinion, but you can't knock him for doing what he did either, because in his opinion, he felt as though he needed to apologize and he did. Um, now, uh, was it last year or maybe a few months ago? Remember, there's a country singer and his name was Morgan Wallen, and he was caught on video, uh, apparently all liquored up, uh, rattling off the N word as well. Now, I was the first one, and I told people here around me, my friends at work, and I said, look, you know, it's not like he has a history of this and that. He's a young kid, probably all liquored out of his mind, and who knows who he was with, because it was a really dark video and blah, 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 and that's just, you know, what it was. So, you know, you got to give the guy the benefit of the doubt, and I defended him. I was like, look, man, he's all liquored up and this, and I'm I'm not, I, I didn't excuse him. But, uh, you know, at the same time, it's like, you know what? It, it is what it is. He apologized. Um, but, it, you know, everything kind of backfired for him because, but in a good way for him. Because as soon as, uh, you know, some, some people said, oh, we're not going to support him because he does this and that. Of course, immediately he had the, you know, the highest selling record, like immediately after that. And I think there was some people fighting just a little too hard for him. <laughs> you know, I get it. You know, I mean, it's, it's, we're in a strange world. We're in a strange place. Uh, the world is on fire, uh, you know, kind of like spiritually and emotionally. It is like everybody is just so wound up. Uh, but, you know, when somebody makes a mistake, and they apologize, man. You you kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. That's good faith, and say, okay, well, let's do better. And you know, thankfully, I can't imagine ever having been in that position. And I knock on wood, and I'm knocking on wood right now. That's my head. Um, that I don't do that, or if, you know, if I you know happen to go out and have a couple and, and get all crazy. But you don't know. I mean, the, I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. Now, it was a little bit longer time of ago. So, I mean, that the word was still taboo, like really, really taboo. Now, you know, nowadays it's different. And if you hang out with, uh, you know, if you hang out with black people, sometimes they kind of let you. And I don't know whether that's wrong or it's white. I'm just saying that's how it is when they start going back and forth at each other. It's, it's, you know, in fun, I've seen it, but not in malice. Again, you know, I, I, I defended Morgan Wallen and, and I am not, not about cancel culture. Not at all. Uh, I am anti cancel culture. Uh, now, and there's people I don't like where I was like, well, yeah, I <laughs> wish they wouldn't say that. Or I would sometimes in my mind, you know, I would be like, man, 
what's this fool talking about? Get get them off. Get them off. But at the same time, it's like, look, that's their right. They get to do what they want. And hopefully somebody would feel the same way about me if I had an opinion that someone didn't like. You know, in my mind, in the back of my mind is like, I wish they would shut up or shut him up or shut her up. But you can't. You know, that's that's how America works. Um, but I also want to say this. Not every time somebody gets called out is it cancel culture. People use cancel culture, you know, when they do something wrong. When you do something wrong and you get called out on it, that's not trying to cancel you. That's just calling you out on your BS. You know, and, and you know, people say, well, they tried to cancel me for this or I got canceled. You know, it's like, eh, maybe you just got fired. Maybe you showed up late for work. <laughs> you know, maybe you were a bad employee. Maybe, you know, you stole from the office. And maybe, you know what I mean? It's not everything is being canceled. Um, and most of the canceling is usually done by yourself. But there's nothing wrong with being called out either. And, and that's rough. When you do something wrong or you say something people don't like, they will call you out on it, especially in the day and age of everybody has a cell phone, uh, everybody has social media. So, you know, not it's not necessarily cancel culture when somebody calls you out on something. Now, if you continually and repeatedly make offenses or, or even, you know, do things that could potentially hurt other people, then, you know, maybe it is a little bit of cancel culture and maybe it's necessary. Maybe the canceling, but not the culture part. And I hope that makes sense because. You know, I hope, you know, just because if I had an opinion that someone didn't like someone say, oh, get him off the air, remove him and don't let him work anywhere else. You know, that's cancel culture, not just, uh, oh, yeah, that guy, he uh, got drunk on the company card and spent, you know, four thousand dollars on a weekend in, you know, New York. That wasn't part of work. You know, that's not getting canceled. That's getting fired. There's the difference. And, you know, sometimes also, you know, cancel culture, it's weird. I think cancel culture is too general a term because anytime somebody loses their job or somebody, somebody goes away or something, it's canceled. They were canceled. It's like, well, no, maybe they were fired. Uh, Maybe they were just held responsible or maybe you were just called out on your bullshit. You know what I mean? So not everything is cancel or cancel culture. And some things are just not, uh, you know, not everything is a conspiracy. You know, if you did something wrong and somebody called you out on it, well, you're going to have to own up to it. And it's not being canceled. It's just saying, hey, you got to be responsible. You know, if you walk out on a check, they're not trying to cancel you. They're trying to get paid. They're trying to it's like, hey, man, you walked out on a, you know, $300 meal without paying. That's not cancel culture. So anyway, I I just think people really, really need to look a little closer at people. And and I do believe cancel culture is real for a very small fringe. I think cancel culture is very real for a small fringe of people. There's people who go out there who are professional uh, victims. They hear something they don't like. Well, they need to get rid of that person who said it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there's there's people like that, but very, very few. However, uh, when it comes to the media, I think they use it as a defense 
when somebody says something wrong or somebody says something uh, hurtful and they get called out on it, then they're like, oh, no, they're trying to cancel me and blah, blah, blah. Oh, poor me. I'm the victim here. You know, no, you were the one who put out the misinformation or you were the one that lied or you were the one that got caught doing whatever. That you can't claim cancel culture on that. Cancel culture, I, I think it's too wide of a term. People really need to know what's going on. And, and I think people really need to look a bit deeper into stuff. Now, you could say, hey, you know what? I was offended by that. And that's fine. But you can't say, I was offended by that. And that person needs to go. Then you need to stop and say, hey, does this person have a history of that? Does this person, you know, what was it about? What was context, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's what I think people need to do. I think uh, just claiming cancel culture is, it's kind of cowardly, especially when it's used in defense, because I see that so, so much. People do really stupid things, and they're saying, oh, they're trying to cancel me, trying to be the victim. No, that's not how it works. You were just called out on your BS. I hope uh, some of that makes sense. Now, if if I'm wrong, uh, you can uh, write me, call me, well, don't call me, but Text me, message me, email me, and, uh, you know, we can have a discussion about it. But, uh, again, when it comes to uh, Joe Rogan, look, I think, again, he wasn't the one putting out the information. He was the host. Now, you could say, well, he has too many people on this side or too many people on that side. Well, that's that's a different story. However, again, you know, uh, him being a professional should, you know, say, you know, well, maybe I need to, or maybe I don't need to because it's my show and that's up to him and it's up to everybody else who wants to listen or not, but you can't say, oh, we need to take him off and that, and that, and that's how it works. And, but also that goes for everyone else. Not everybody who's getting called out on their BS is trying to get canceled. (laughs) You know, there are some people who have been canceled and it's funny because like the very first popular cancel was Colin Kaepernick and you know apparently for a lot of people that was justifiable and I think that's complete bullshit now everybody tries to justify but well he was a horrible quarterback and he wasn't no he wasn't no he wasn't he was part of a Super Bowl team well first of all just being a starter in the NFL is pretty incredible When you think about all the people in the world and there's only 32 people who can do this job, in fact, less than that, because there's a lot that weren't that good. And you could say, well, his team sucked and blah, blah, blah. But you know what? They put another quarterback in and that quarterback didn't do any better either. So maybe it was the team. Anyway, you can't be claiming, you know, cancel culture on one and, and saying that you don't believe in cancel culture, but not say anything about the other, then you're just a hypocrite. And when you try to make, uh, you know, justifications, well, this is different because blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. It's the exact same thing. It's either cancel culture or not cancel culture. And, you know, he was canceled. He's got a lawsuit, won it, <laughs> you know, so. And whatever the other stuff is, you could say, well, he was a horrible quarterback. Well, it's because of this and that. It's because of that. Or, or you know, it's because he wanted to be a starter. He was offered this and that. You know what? All immaterial. All immaterial. It's either you're against cancel culture or you're not against cancel culture. End of story. So 
Uh, if you want to be against cancel culture, cool. Then you got to stand up for everybody. And if you're for cancel culture, then it can't just be one sided either. And again, if you disagree or you want to talk to me about it, let me know because I'm more uh, than willing to listen to your side. Or if you think I'm right, send me a thumbs up. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wrap it up. This is going to be a quickie this week. Uh, stay tuned for even more podcast goodness. Uh, make sure to check it out. I do at least one a month, and uh, we'll get more on and have more friends on, including uh, Brother Vince and uh, who knows who else I can get in here. Thanks for listening.